Joining me right now on Kumite TV is undefeated Dola Tour welterweight prospect, Hobson Gracie Jr. What's going on, man? Everything good, man. Nice to talk to you guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, let's go back to the beginning of your professional career. You know, you had a couple canceled fights. Then you finally got to step into the Bellator cage at the end of 2018. What were your feelings? Take us through those moments in the beginning. Well, it was kind of frustrating because you're training a lot. You have the whole setup for a camping fight. And then suddenly, not going to happen. So... And I'm going to say you're working for nothing, but uh, it was kind of frustrating because you set up a goal in your mind, a dream come true, and then they suddenly cancel. But uh, after a couple of times, finally, they, I have opportunity to step in the cage in Hawaii. It was amazing. It was an amazing feeling. When you did step into the cage, was it somewhat overwhelming? you know, to have all the cameras and everybody watching you? Because, you know, you do carry the name, the Gracie name. Yeah, it was a little bit a little bit of pressure, not going to lie. Uh, because first fight, you're going to win, you're going to lose. How did you going to do it? Uh, because if you lose it, I know a lot of people going to say, oh, the Grace family is over and all this stuff. But... Uh, I think I tried to turn that off. Okay, now it's just me and my opponent. Forget about what happened. Forget about the Grace uh, name on my shoulder. And then moving forward, try to do my best inside the cage. Okay, I'm not fighting for, let's say, Hoist giving this good advice one day before the fight. Say, man, go there. You're not fight to entertain nobody. Fight for yourself. Okay, so... Do your best, do whatever you want, have fun, and that's it. Hoist, you know, I think he had the most pressure out of anybody in your family, right? Because he had the whole family walk out with him when he was fighting and, and kind of led the way for you guys. So getting advice from him, it must have kind of relieved the pressure a lot, right? A lot. He placed me, he, he gave me a lot of, uh, he, he set up now a lot Uh I was kind of nervous, and he came to my room, and you stop. Even he's my cousin, you stop for a second. Oh, that's a legend. Because yeah. I didn't grow up next to him, well, so we see each other in some not really often. And it's not like Hanzo and all the all my my brothers. Is is like uh, he's he's in a, I don't want to say he's another level, but uh, I don't have like a lot of intimacy with him. So when he, I saw him in my room, yes, he's in my room. He's not a, even the young Grace is not a, all the all the young Grace don't have this opportunity. Uh, there's a few of us. So has a legend in your room giving you advice one night before the fight, and a couple couple of minutes before the fight he also was there. Before they called me, same thing. He said, "Okay, good luck. Do your best. Have fun." And this kind of set me down a little bit. Two fights. Two finishes, two submissions, pretty flawless victories. What has been the most troubling time, do you think, so far inside the cage? Uh, on my f was f was first was to deal with uh, against the the kind of pressure. You no, know? uh, it's my first time here, 
everything is different. The guys really try to take my head off. It's not like in the sparring class. It's not you cannot stop. That's one thing. That's one thing I remember in both fights. When they say go, you need to go. You cannot say because in training, okay, one sec, let me fix my gloves, let me do that. You hit me hard. I can't sit down a little bit. But there, there's no or you go or you're just gonna stop. You're just gonna stop when the round is over or when the match is over. So you need to fight the whole time. You need to keep giving your best the whole time. So that's why they feel it. You desired to fight in Italy after your last fight. What happened to those plans? Uh, the they they thought it was too soon because the thing was I was excited about the fight. I didn't got hurt, so let's go to the next one right away. Uh, same thing now. I hope everything goes well in Israel, and I was thinking about to to ask them about Japan, but uh, I know it's not gonna happen. I know they need a time even to my body to recover and all this stuff. Uh, but uh, and was really excited. And the guy said, "No, no, no, go down. We're gonna put you to fight in England." Was I think was March, but didn't happen. And then they put me in June in New York. So it was I think it was a good time. I was really excited. I was really like, "I want to do it. I want to do it again." Because it's an amazing feeling, even after after the victory. Uh, so the guy said, oh, no, 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 wait a second, let's let it down a little bit, then I'm going to put it in good thing for you. Who is the person that guides you, that helps you figure out when you're going to fight, how you train? Is there one particular person that does that, that for you? Uh, no, I have Ali. Ali is my manager. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, of course, he asks me, I'm gonna put you to fight. Sometimes I ask him, put me on this card, put me on the card, and we figure it out together. This, those, those stuff. All right. Last June was your last fight. Have you been in New York training the whole time, or did you go back to Brazil? What have you been doing? I went to Brazil for. Uh, I supposed to have a fight in Connecticut, uh, but didn't happen because I went to Brazil because my father got sick. Nothing bad, but he got sick. Then I need to be there. I went there for for help the family and stuff. And when they, I tried to not let them know about it, but they, the Bellator guys, uh, end up realized I was there for my father. I said, no, no, no. Don't worry, take care of your dad. We're gonna put you another card. I tried to say, no, he's fine. I'm training, but they said, no, 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 no. Take care of your dad. When he get back. You're going to, to, so I did half of my training. I trained a little bit in Brazil, and but the 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 rest of the time was here in New York. Well, you know that's incredible that the Bellator told you to not fight. You know, usually the promotion would be like they don't really care. It's like your decision. Do you want to fight right. or not? But they're they're kind of looking out for you, which is very uh, rare in uh, many cases. Exactly. That's why I really like them, uh, Bellator uh, crew. Is amazing. They take care, really take care. Not just of, just just me. I see how they take care of all the fighters because I have uh, different managers. I know a couple guys, and everybody talk good about them. So I'm really happy to, to represent the uh, Bellator. 
All right, well, now you're returning. Bellator 234, Tel Aviv. You're facing Amir Bashir. What is your approach, you know, when you prepare for an opponent? Okay, uh, first I try to study how I'm going to... The, 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 my, my game plan is always going to be the same. Uh, try to take down, try to get the clinch, take down, and then the submission. But I try to on on this on this one I couldn't know a lot about him. He just had one fight. I couldn't see many things, and I tried to to train like uh, Randall guys and do my game plan. You know, everybody different body types, different different styles. Uh, the gym that's a good thing about Hanzo. He has a lot of different styles, so. I try to do the same game plan with all of them. Uh, try to dig down, control, and submission. And I'm happy with the training camp. You saw Kron, you know, in his last fight. He he kind of has the similar style. You know, he'll go in there, clinch, take down, submit. It's just like it works beautifully. But in the last fight, he kind of changed it up a little bit and, you know, stood and strike you know with uh swanson what did you think of that fight i think it was a good fight but he fought he fought really well on uh his stand-up game he showed what he can hit and he can get hit that's the hardest part about the fighters i know a lot of good fighters uh they can punch really hard they can throw a lot of stuff but when they got hit back they simply not get knocked out but Kron sure he has a tough chin, and of course, I, I was cheering for the he could able to be the be able to get the takedown. Uh, but the, it's, it's different. Uh, how can I say? It's hard to, to tell what people need to do. Sometimes during the fight, you don't find the opportunity to get a shoe to get a. I saw that a little. For for a few moments, I saw that in my last fight, I was trying I was trying to get the the distance, and I got ex- you get so excited about that, so excited about that, and if it doesn't happen, you get kind of frustrated. That's not a good thing to have a frustration inside the cage, and you need to to learn how to control that. So sometimes I don't know how it happened with Chrome. Maybe he tried, he didn't see the opportunity for the shooting. And maybe get frustrated and end up doing the game plan of it. It seems like he's not afraid to lose because he stood in there, pushed forward, and went straight at Cup Swanson. You know, and and it showed that he you know he'll take the punches, he'll risk getting knocked out. You know, he's not afraid to lose. Is is that kind of like the attitude you have? You 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 don't care about you know losing. Like you'll go in there and you'll try to do your best to finish the fight. Uh, on the first fight, that's my first step was a little bit afraid of the how if I lose it, okay, how, how people gonna. Think. But after that, I'm kind of fine. I'm not afraid to lose. Is uh, I learned that a lot with Hanzo. Mm-hmm. Hanzo fought amazing guys: Dan Henderson, Matt Hughes, uh, Pat Militic, mm-hmm. Frank uh, Shenrock. So he never was afraid about losing. So. The worst, he said sometimes, the worst scenario is going to happen, they're going to knock you out, 
a nice and gentle guy gonna come in, help you to stand up again. So I'm not really afraid to to lose. If something happened, that's the game. Uh, you see a lot of fights. The guy's doing really well. Then somebody come ahead. Does not mean he's bad or he's good. It's, uh happens. It's, it, that's that's the the hardest part about the sport. And I'm not afraid of that. The same way I can be, the guy can beat me the whole fight. In the end, I can get a submission. The same way he, my opponent can get the victory. So happens. In training, are you still the old school mentality of training or do you use the science? You know, nowadays, a lot of the... The pro athletes are using, you know, uh, recovery methods and and strength and conditioning coaches. Are you doing all of that too? I'm doing strength and conditioning, especially with my my diet. Uh, so, yes, old school style. The guys just go there, have a fight, fight at the academy, end up knocking out each other, and who's to see who's the tougher. Now I'm more. How can I say I'm more resting if you, if I, my body asking for that, if I need for uh, uh, one day to just uh, learn how to strike, all this stuff. So I use more the science, but still some days old style. Yeah, you need, you need <laughs> it. You have to have it, right? Especially, yeah, because the old schools, that's what says you, you are a fighter. Especially mm-hmm. when the hands was in the, in the on the gym, yeah. there's no way you can <laughs> run out of there. Yeah, um, you know you have this fight coming up soon. You said you, most likely you probably won't fight for the rest of the year, 2020. What do you see happening in 2020? Do you see yourself fighting three, four times? Is that is that kind of like the plan? You know, you you of course you want to get a title, but you know, it seems like you want to take your time at the, you know, at the same time. Yes, I want to do important because uh, what happened before with the fight cancellations, all the stuff, I learned how to hold me a little bit, hold myself a little bit. And important <laughs> is, uh, of course, I want to do four fights next year, thinking about the, the title, but I need to be need to do step by step. I cannot think about the title because I have uh, a couple of fights to do before that. So I'm going to plan my next fight, training harder. Anyway, keep training hard and do fight by fight. But I hope at least four, three, four fights a year. You're fighting at welterweight right now. And... Yeah. Um, I seen a picture of you standing next next to Neiman, and Neiman is also well to weight, and you're much bigger. I've noticed, or taller totally at least. Bigger, yeah. yeah, but doesn't look like. But I mean, I'm 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 taller, but uh, how can I say? I'm uh, light. I can't explain. Now we look, we put each other next. Looks like I'm bigger than him, but if you check the weight, he's he's uh he's heavy. He's thicker. Yeah, but uh, so you never you never think about okay maybe I could put on some size and go up to one eighty five and maybe you know since Neiman is in the welterweight division and you got 
the champ, uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. out there at middleweight, you know, I would think that that would be a fight that would be pretty awesome, you know, you and him. Uh, He's my friend. I really, I'm his fan, (laughs) Real. But I'm his fan. I really like him. He's a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. But I'm feeling good 170. I have. I have a lot of trouble already here. <laughs> Going up is gonna be hard. Okay. Just one thing, I lose weight really well, so mm-hmm. to drop weight for me is kind of easy. Less time, not even this sound or nothing. So just a kind of diet, and people got kind of shocked. Hanzo wants me to drop to one one more division, so no way. No way. No. Well, let me <laughs> one seven is fine. I cannot drop more than this. I said, no, you can't. Not even this sound. It was easy. But no, no, no. Let me I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, excited for you to, you know, step back in there. November 14th, Bellator 234. You know, it's going to be fun to watch you compete again and uh, develop as a fighter and to see where you're at now since, you know, about five months have passed. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I think, I think I'm better now. My head's is better. With two victory, I'm more comfortable in the cage. Uh, still, of course, a little bit nervous because it's just a third time, but I, I think a little bit more comfortable. Uh, uh, let's say I feel pretty comfortable in the area that I train. When they change the area, okay, you need to, 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 to set up how can I move the distance I need to, to have it between my opponents. But uh, now inside the cage, I'm more comfortable. I know how, how the mat are. For example, last fight I tried a shoe, my knee got stuck on the, on the mat because the mat is really, uh, uh, can I say, didn't, didn't slip on the mat. So oh, my knee sticky. got stuck. Yeah, and I couldn't have the takedown that I wanted and mm. finish on bottom. Now I know that. Now I can slide my knee a little bit better. All right, Hobson. You know, I appreciate the time, you know, before your fight is coming up soon. Thank you so much. And uh, good luck on the fight. Good luck on the rest of the year. And uh, enjoy the holidays. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Talk to you, man. Uh, Hope to talk to you soon after the victory. Let's do it again. (laughs) Thank you, brother.